This week on the Pushable Legs podcast, egg preparations, bad fitness advice, and we ask, should you ever stop coaching? Three, two, one. Is Isabel coming on today? Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damming. And me, Tom Hall, and hopefully Isabel, Dan's little two year old. Yeah, you might hear her. She's going to be giggling <laughs> or laughing in the background or something. She, uh, she took a late nap, so she won't sleep till late tonight, which is not oh, good. Not um, good mate, no. Yeah, you never know. She might make a little cheeky appearance. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for my lack of uh, an appearance last week. No, everybody um, really enjoyed it. Everybody, that was the greatest yeah, episode I'm, we've done this year. So. Well, I, I wouldn't surprise me if it was the most recent <laughs> episode we've ever had. But um, yeah, I was, um, I was in Qatar and uh, I tested the broadband speed of the hotel I was in and I had an upload speed of. 836 kilobytes a second it felt like i was back with dial-up i couldn't do anything did you, did you have to do, 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 do oh, at the start it was ridiculous <laughs> like so all my I had all my work to do with all my clients and i usually send them video updates and i literally had to email them and say i can only upload audio files so i just, just recorded an audio um which and you know like a three minute audio file came to about 20 meg i think so i still had to leave that on overnight to upload <laughs> for all of them so yeah it was just uh, <laughs> a bit, bit of a sham but um we're back so yeah apologies for that but yeah sure tom had a great time finally speaking to a female so um you know it's all good <laughs> doesn't happen very often for tom you know he's very he gets no, very shy around just massively just because I, I was basically behind the scenes trolling dan saying that he doesn't like talk to women um that i had to take the show which is generally what happens when we have a guest on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's because girls are put off by my masculinity, my sexual, <laughs> no, just my sexual prowess that they just uh, they instantly can't have me on the same uh, show as them. Yeah, that's the reason why. If only that was the case. <laughs> definitely not the case, is it? Definitely, definitely not. not um, but yeah, thanks to if Andrew decides to listen to this one, mad. Um, thanks for for her to coming on. She did actually listen. She has listened to our show before. Um, because she obviously listened to uh, the review we did of uh, 3DMJ's conference about two years ago. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And she was like, I absolutely agree with what you said. Because I think uh, what, <laughs> when we said it, we were like, we didn't agree with the title because it wasn't what it said it was. <laughs> she was like, yeah, it was the shittest title ever. Like, I changed it two seconds before going on, basically. And I was like... Yeah, it, <laughs> it didn't really relate to what you were saying. Um, she was like, yep, totally agree. was dumb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she realised that afterwards. And she was like, yeah, yeah, apart from that, good review. I was like, yep, yeah, it, was, it was a good lecture. It was just it was just a, the wrong name, basically. It should have been like mm. organising online coaching or coaching like philosophy and psychology, not just just psychology, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, but anyway, it was good. Let's go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. Um, we covered literally everything. We covered the sport of grid, whatever that is, uh, a CrossFit rival that's basically debunked now already. So Andrew's big into CrossFit, basically. She didn't, she didn't want to admit it, but she was mm. like, no, I do grid and functional training. I was like, is that, that's CrossFit, right? No, a bit, Yeah. <laughs> so she's she's changed a lot of her because she's really she's still a bodybuilder she she loves bodybuilding that's her true passion but she's she's varying her like training at the moment quite a bit for i think more of enjoyment is basically what we kind of 
laid out. She wants to enjoy it and not get too monotonous every now and again. We've been through those phases, Dan. We know that. So, yeah. Yep, regularly, mate. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, it was cool. Go listen to that. But considering we did have that episode and we didn't really cover any stupid things, um, and just talking to Dan for like an hour, it's yeah, about an hour before, um, we've got three stupid things that we could talk at length about. So... We will have some little bit of serious chat at the end, depending on what if we get to it. To be honest, we got a rundown like like the pros have. Um, but if we get there, then we might. If we don't, we don't. So absolutely exactly. fine. When we'll save it for the next show, absolutely fine. Um, we've got one more guest confirmed, so we're waiting on another. Absolutely fine. Be be good. Um, but one thing I do want to talk to you about, Dan, because I've rediscovered scrambled eggs um recently yeah and give me your top three egg preparations because I, um, I can see this get a lot of heat i think to to be honest like i'm you really egg- jealous you've had scrambled eggs for one because right now if i could have scrambled eggs i would fucking love it like, <laughs> when you've been eating egg whites for the last 10 weeks it, you really miss eggs um yeah i think for me uh well, properly cooked scrambled eggs are the best yeah, good, if right. they're properly cooked. But a lot of people just fuck it up. Um, I'm going to go on a limb now. I, I do not fuck it up. I'm good at it. Yeah, I, I can imagine you're pretty diligent <laughs> with it. Um, but it, I, it is personal preference. Some people like them rubbery and chewy. Go kill yourself. Um, but <laughs> no, it's just dumb. They need, like they need basically, to be like you need to uh, you need to take it off heat when when it's like a little oh. bit runny. And then you let it kind of uh, fluff up. Yeah, yeah I see. Yeah, I mean you're on the same wavelength. Because so because you don't scrambled just is the best. blast through, like because it's already it's gonna still cook whilst it's in the hot pan. It's yeah, fine. exactly. So scrambled is the best <laughs> with because you get because not only that you get a bit of butter in there. Yeah, amazing. You should never put cream in eggs. It ruins the taste of the eggs. So don't ever do That's that. Right. I've, I do that in restaurants a lot, and it really annoys me. It's like, mate, I don't want milk on toast. I want eggs on toast. <laughs> Save the cream. Um, also, wait for the butter uh, to like kind of bubble and basically put that yeah. in the pan before, then put your eggs on. Like, don't I just really mix. Scrambled eggs right now. Don't just mix fucking butter with eggs and put it in. It's done. No, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so I would say scrambled. Scrambled. Then I'm partial to a poached. Yeah. After that, and then after that, I mean fried omelette. Same, roughly the same thing. Um, I've never been a huge fan of fried eggs. They'd be at the bottom for me. I'd rather have an omelette, I think, before fried. Um, yeah, boiled eggs, really not a huge fan of at all. They definitely are bottom, actually. Fried over boiled. Um, what other ways are there? I guess you can do, like, egg cup. Eggy bread. Oh, eggy. my God, eggy bread. <laughs> that's that is, that's that not is, an though, is it? That's just, eggy bread is just... Is, Am French I wrong toast. in saying it? it's French toast, right? Yeah, so. it's French toast. Yeah, yeah. We it <laughs> but we called it eggy bread because we're common. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah eggy bread's up there. I, I think I'm. I'm I, say, I think I can't separate. I'm in a. I'm in a scrambled egg binge right now, and also I've got mm. some. Basically, what I've been doing just to kind of make you ultimately jealous. So day on yeah. day off. So one day I'd basically oh, like chop some bacon up and put it in straight in and mix it yeah. in the scrambled egg. And then mm-hmm. so on the uh, and on the other day I'm not fancying bacon. I've done it the exact same thing, chopped it up, finally chopped it, slammed it in, mixed it around with salami instead. Mm. And that's like really fatty and that's great. That is if yeah, anybody's going to do that, that's unbelievable. The two best the two best ways of having scrambled egg is um, number one is the way you've just described. So scrambled <laughs> egg with bacon in it on pancakes. Oof. Fucking 
incredible. And then the second way, really good way, is sourdough toast with scrambled eggs and then fried chorizo on Ooh, top. Yeah. That's so like some chorizo I mean, or some that, salami smashing, is just don't you worry, like, unbelievable. Because like if it's hot, it like kind of seeps the fat a little bit. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Some good egg talk, mate. So you yeah, can tell I'm dieting. <laughs> scrambled, poached, level, and then take what I'm not a big omelette guy. I don't see uh, me. It's fine. I, I prefer the. I stuff. never have omelets unless it's no. off season and I'm having egg whites. It's like, literally the only just, reason because I can't have. You can't have a fried egg white. It's not no. like it doesn't work. <laughs> so. And you're more excited about the other shit you put in it than the omelette. Like it's just a, a facilitation to eat other food. So yeah, that's about it. yeah, it's fine. Cool, perfect. Egg talk. I was just just, just wanted to know, mate. Everybody's very interested. Post us your yeah. favorite egg stuff. Fuck it. Um, yeah. So we got three things we're gonna talk about. Ooh, that sounds like bollocks. Probably because it is. Stupid things on the internet this week. I believe. So um, on my notes, I have just written worst fitness advice you have ever heard. Um, number two, CrossFit, lol. Um, number three. Which, is that the answer to number one? or? <laughs> um, and number three, seven exercises you should never do courtesy of our favorite fitness pal. All right. Um, yeah. So well, we're going to chime through these because they're quite funny. Um, I think what we'll do, mate, is literally what I was just doing to you before. Um, basically, hats off to uh, the PTDC, the Personal Training Development Company or Center. Is that what it's called? Center, I think, but it's all Center. online. Isn't it? but yeah, it's all online. But um, but we went to one of their things before, right? Conferences. Um, but they put a post out and literally this is all it said. Um, there's a lot of advice thrown around in the fitness industry. What's the worst you've ever heard? <laughs> and I was like, that is going to get a lot of heat. Um, it was up a day ago. It's got over 100 odd comments. So, um, so I'm going to read them out. And everybody's favorite part of any show basically is Dan reacting to anything. Um, and just... <laughs> And just maybe maybe you can react, and then you can say why why it's wrong or why it, why it's uh, stupid. It's split. It's right. So we'll start at the one that I basically ended on. It said, "Quote: Don't eat more than nineteen grams of protein per meal, or your body won't know where to put it. So mm. it'll just float around in your system mm. and cause clogging." Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah my body doesn't know what to do with it doesn't know what to do with it so it's clogged up yeah unbelievable like how how does that even how does that even happen where's it clog up what clogs up <laughs> what like your arteries what your veins oh i'm just eating too much protein i'm dead my arteries are clogged what clogs is it like a? it must be well you've got to think of it like a, a sink, a, like a sinkhole mate that's got it's got to be like a plug hole, right? So it's got to be. Well, so you can't have a shit. Like you're all plugged <laughs> up, so you just don't I was trying shit. to be less crude, mate. But yeah, basically, that's that's what's going to happen, right? Surely that's no, what they're alluding to. No, because eventually you'll shit. So there comes a point where the clogging up thing is is not a good it's not a good idea because it's not a good. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sure <sighs> provide the rationale, mate. And I absolutely dangled a carrot right in front of you there. And you, uh, um, you know I'm dying. I've got a short <laughs> piece. Don't, don't dangle the fucking carrots. Yeah, I mean, some of these are, t- are ridiculous, but some of them are, yeah, just, ugh. Um, 19 you, as well. Why is it 19? <laughs> <laughs> 19 grams, nine? mate. Anything more, you're going to just, you clog up. 
Like, they're extra gram. Think how heavy <laughs> and how much mass a gram <laughs> takes up. It's not even an extra gram, mate. 19.1 grams. <laughs> we're talking about. Like, oh, that flake. Um, yeah, you can't lose weight once you're past 45. Especially as a woman. You need yeah. a tummy tuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's, who's who's your oldest client, Dan? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, I don't know. It could be forty-seven, forty-eight. Yeah. Maybe. All right, they they lose weight, yeah. No, apparently not. No, <laughs> mate, get them on the I, phone. Like they might as well just uh, stop now. You're lying to him. I, Dan I don't is... know what she's. Doing. I don't know what she's paying me for. I can tell her you can't lose weight. You're over forty-five. There's no point trying. I mean, um, that I, like... how's that even? How's that even happen? What like? You wake up on your 45th birthday and that's it. Ah, that's it now. Can't lose weight. Can't lose weight. It's done. Can't can't do it. I mean, yeah, might as well not do anything. Just, God. So, yeah, you'll never die of starvation. You have to get the, after after age 45. So don't worry about it. Just don't eat. Don't waste your money on food. Yeah, don't waste it. Um, Yeah. Another one. A lot of them female seem to be against females it's um it's because unfortunately females fall for all this stuff and like, <laughs> i'll get involved with it that's the problem um i think isabel would not even fall for any of this shit um so yeah. <laughs> she too a mum would <laughs> all right if if women do more than 20 reps in a set it will trigger testosterone and they'll look like a man but <laughs> but but i thought 20 reps was endurance so surely it would be in lower than 20 reps no, no, no. It says more. Oh. This says more. I mean, they might have mis- misheard the the advice that was given, to be honest. But I mean, I mean, Brad Jones. Like this kind of shit Tracy Anderson to come out with. Oh, it does. Yeah, she's the. Was it the three pounds? Don't lift. lift yeah, but uh, she's the one that pr- promotes all those stupidly high reps with the three pound. Don't lift anything more than three pound, even though you gave birth to something that came out of your vagina that was more than three pounds. Well done, love. <laughs> and picks up her handbag and walks out at fucking like five kilos. Good work. It's a dog that probably weighs more than three pounds. <laughs> um, what have we got else? What 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 have we got else? What have what we got else? Said? Mate, what, uh, t- <laughs> it's rubbing oh off on me, clearly. God. I'm very tired. Um, you know that. <laughs> oh, 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 this one's good. Walk backwards on the treadmill to balance your leg muscles. That one's good, Dan. I like that one. <laughs> That's ridiculous. What's the science behind that? Where's the rationale? Come on, play devil, devil's advocate. Play, play devil's Dan for me. Come on. Oh, I don't know. Using different muscles that aren't <laughs> as like must hit, used hit as regularly. Or... First, I don't know. Sort of kind of reversed, I guess. You probably do you get more glute. You might get more glute, don't you? Yeah. As you extend and then push back. Yeah. Maybe it's just because people think you're efficient at walking, so you don't burn as many calories or something doing it. I don't know. Right. Ooh. <laughs> Once heard from another tra- telling, trainer telling a client, ninety percent of people experience back pain during deadlifts. It's normal to feel pain. Wow, cool. <laughs> yeah, just if it hurts, just do more of it. Just do more. Yeah, <laughs> do more. Yeah. Um, Good advice. No, I love that's just the normal one, right? You need this tea and this wrap and this pill and that shake. Sweet. Just somebody's. <laughs> well, this one's actually probably true, mate. You're going to need steroids if you want to be big and lean. Well, I mean, it probably would help. It would. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's, that's, that's not the worst advice I've ever heard in the world. <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's absolutely fine. That's pretty um, accurate advice. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, we don't. Um, I mean, ooh. 
Oh, wonderful. Yes. <laughs> From another coach, when you get to the bottom of a squat, your knees should turn in towards each other. They should, wow, al- whoa, 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 they whoa, should whoa, almost whoa. touch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Who, who, Don't ever, who? ever try that. Anyone. <laughs> ever. Almost that, that tough, enough. Do that right now. Actually, don't, because then we'll get sued. But, yeah, it might cause valgus. You never know. Well, it is valgus. Not a lot of varus going on in the knee there, mate. But very interesting. Don't ever do that. Because um, then there's there's stuff that we've all heard. The whole 6 p.m. Don't eat after that. Um, this one actually alludes to if you're an endomorph, you can't eat over past 6 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, never hold your breath during exercise. It's dangerous. Cool. Do all your sets unbroken. That's yeah. Some of these are absolutely priceless. Water makes you fat. Okay. What? <laughs> well, yeah. I suppose everyone who is fat has, who has ever been fat has drunk water. So drunk water. I mean, that's I mean, probably fat. That's a correlation, isn't it? Definitely anybody who is fat will drink water at some point. Um, never mind. How many? Remind me again how many calories water's got in it, Dan. Uh, I mean, it depends on the area of the country you live in, mate, really, because some areas are hard, some areas are soft, but it roughly equates to zero. Sweet. Cool. Zero. Totally calorie-free. Amazing. Um, Although I did see, actually, the other day in the news that they, using radioactive isotopes, things like that, they managed to figure out or show that in nearly now all water that we drink whether it's mineral water or whatever there is now pretty much some element or some part of that water that is a tiny bit of plastic in it they did a they did a thing where they're looking at obviously because you know the plastic in the sea yeah has been a big thing on it because of that planet earth um i'm not sorry a huge thing. I don't mean to just dis- disregard that as like, oh, some big thing. No, it's massive. <laughs> anyway, they were saying that, there's, that they've shown now that the amount of plastic in the world, that that's, it's obviously got to the point now where there are tiny elements of plastic within pretty much all water that we drink, which is pretty scary, isn't it? Totally irrelevant. There's no calories in plastic either, so you can eat no. it and drink it all you want, but just throw it out there. But it, it but I saw it on BBC News, so it's, it can't be fake news because it's on BBC, so... <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, next one, light beer. Is a great post-workout beverage. Light beer. Yeah, yeah, light beer. Have that after you train out of work. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's not the worst advice we've heard. To be fair tonight, so I'm no. not. I'm not even going to slag that one off too much. I mean, some of them. Uh, yeah. There's also another one on the water saying it contains calories. That's absolute gold. I would <laughs> encourage. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Seriously, like, how is that even? Some of them are absolutely unbelievable, but I would encourage somebody to go post on there. If you've got what, just alluding to that, what is the in person? I'm a, I, I guess what is the worst advice that a trainer has given that you've overheard, like overheard at Starbucks or overheard at this, or has it been something outrageously bad or something you've just been like, or maybe not even a trainer, just a, a general person, general pop. Um. I can vary. Oh, I mean, you have, I mean, you've overheard things loads of times, but I can't, I can't remember them off the top of my head. The one worst thing I heard a trainer say was when you remember this one. When a client asked their trainer, <laughs> yeah. "Why am I doing this exercise?" They just said, "Because it's hard." I was like, 
I, I remember I being like, what the fuck? Me and Dan were and both in the same room, <laughs> that's training ever together. Since, ever since that stuck with me. Um, and there's loads of shit I probably heard, I'll just ignore it. Um, I'm trying to think now, there would have been stuff like... Oh, you know, like some of the things in coffee shops where you hear, hear someone say, I can't have that, it's got sugar in it, but yeah, they go and order a latte with sprinkles on or whatever. You're like, you fucking moron. Um, but nothing that's really kind of like... I've always said to myself, if I ever heard anyone giving out dangerous advice, that I would step in and I would make sure that... So, for example, if I actually heard a trainer say, your knees should touch during a squat, I would literally probably go over and go, hang on a minute. Like, <laughs> that's probably not, yeah. probably not true. Um, but I've never really heard anything. I mean, I've been lucky that I've only been exposed, really, to... Um, to me. To gyms with half-decent trainers in. Um <laughs> Yeah, nothing crazy. Nothing sticks out crazy. I mean, let us know, guys. If you've ever heard anything that's hilarious, let us know. But um, I'm sure someone posted in the Facebook group, actually, the other day about something on Instagram. Someone was eating Halo Top. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that was, that was um, off the top of my head. I'm, I'm really sorry. Lucy, that I, I think I, I, was it Lucy? Yeah, okay. Lucy, yeah. Yeah, they, t- they posted. Um, so this, this happens a lot within Instagram, though, because obviously because people have their, like, their marketing schemes behind them, and I'm sure if if Joe Wicks was caught eating it and about calorie and said about the calories, then he would be against what he is. I don't even about, think right? it was about. I don't even think it was because she had it and she talked about the calories that were in no, it. No, she didn't. It's just that she ate, ate it. it and the calories were on the tub. Yeah. So she was like, "Oh, but that's a company that believe in calories," and they were like, "Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like it's law. <laughs> they have to put it on by law, regardless. So like all packaging has fucking calories on. Yeah. It's just because they had it on the front." thinking like big bold and they encourage you to have the whole tub because it's only 300 calories and all this sort of shit and i was just and then she fucking apologized was like yeah. oh yeah you're right guys i'm really sorry and i was like no no there's nothing but, wrong with that but yeah but, but peek behind the curtain and the fact that some of these people um and we know and we've spoke to these people down um about some of this and realized that if we were to bring some of these maybe pros on the podcast there are certain things that we're not allowed to talk about and we have to kind of talked to them before um whether we're allowed to say certain things and whether anything's taboo because if they're the front on an instagram post or they're saying their whole philosophy is that we don't track calories and we just we Mm. kind of invoke eating healthily um there's going to be certain subjects that you're not allowed to tackle and certain things they're not allowed to do because of contract restrictions which is is amazing i mean we've learned one the more in the last couple of months of how they're not allowed to track calories at all uh, because of that's how their company is built and that's how their philosophy is and we were just like oh um that's a bit odd isn't it considering you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to get stronger wouldn't it be the the, the biggest thing to do that but can't ever post about it and i think they for sure i think they're smart enough they probably don't post about it but they do it um i think they do track calories when they need to for sure i think yeah. it's, it's like, i think it's uh, yeah i th- i think it's it's only so long you can kind of keep pushing something until like you know like the body coach coming up so much fire he must at some point have done turned around and gone, hang on a minute maybe it is all about this calories you know bollocks whatever and <laughs> and but he can't again he can't turn around and say that can he and it's it's one of those things where unfortunately it's just the, the way it is like there's nothing well i'm sure we'll have guests on in the future that'll be the same you know like it's yeah, nothing and, and like another thing as well is like then where do the ethics fall in that well we're just we're trying to get them on so that they post about us so that we can reach more people and we can exactly. help more people, right? So, well, ethically, should we even ask them on the podcast? Because 
But then if you don't challenge them and speak about these things, are they ever going to change their mind? So it'd be interesting to see with some of the guests we've got on, like if we can go a bit more that way and, and speak to them about these things and kind of go, okay, well, why don't you believe in it? And if they come up with a really valid reason as to why they don't believe in calorie counting, like their demographic are females who potentially have eating disorders or something, then I'll sit back and go, okay, that's fair enough. But that's not what Joe Wicks is doing. Um, but it's kind of fair enough. And I just think as long as you've got a rationale for things, like we talk about good exercise and bad exercise, and no such thing as a bad exercise. It's just there's a bad exercise given to the wrong person at the wrong time or yeah. on injury or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so it's just important to make sure that you've got a rationale for doing it. And, you know, the, imp- the important thing is that you can also admit when you're wrong, um, which some people have done, which is great. <laughs> Including Dan, when, uh, when I remember way back when he was eating meat and two veg as he walked in at 7am sitting there before his first client and going, oh, I've got to do it, mate. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's how we get lean. Nope. I was eating those calories. Well, yeah, you were, yeah, you were. I still, I still remember the day. I, I still remember the day I rocked up. Um, at whole, I was at Whole City. I rocked up fucking with a homemade burger and green beans for breakfast, and Steve Bruce was sat there eating his cornflakes. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah, just having breakfast, boss. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, fun uh, times anyway um yeah let's move on to topic number two of stupid things that uh not on the internet but is actually a certification which is mad uh, with a name what cross yet? <laughs> yeah there we go cool so apparently so this is ready to buy and act- actively available in their uh in their courses um do <laughs> so somebody has been sending me stuff um <laughs> basically going, wow, this is mad. This is what they teach. Um, so I think we, I mean, the programming is one thing. I think we covered it the other day of how they can actually program sometimes. It's just barbaric. Um, it's it's not too bad as far as I can see. It won't get you anywhere, to be honest. It'll just be, it's just general conditioning, I think. All-rounded, mm. very well-rounded. It's kind of cross-fitness kind of thing. Um, I haven't got too much of a beef with that. Um, but it's this the uh, <laughs> the nutrition is absolutely amazing, Dan. So I'm just going to read this snippet um, that I was sent. So, oh God, where are we going? So optim- we got optimizing performance. Yeah, we got a little bit here as well. Okay, so um, eat a diet of meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, a little starch, and no sugar. Do that, and you're exempt. So, meat and vegetables, nuts, seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, and no coronary heart disease. You will not get it if you get that. If you eat those, it has nothing to do with genetics. The genetic part is intolerance to excess amounts of carbohydrates. It is no different than having a genetic predisposition to alcoholism. Having a gene for alcoholism does not mean it will necessarily be expressed. You would have to drink alcohol. If you do not drink alcohol, you probably will not suffer from alcoholism. It is not least clinical manifestation of it. So this book, so in this book, they're saying how coronary heart disease um, is caused utterly and nothing to do with genetical stuff by carbohydrates, starchy carbohydrates, literally in a book which is for like kind of learning and to get a qualification. Dan, you're a nutritionist. 
Well, people, well, CrossFitters don't fucking do nutrition, do they? No. Uh, it's just, it's it's just painful that it's still being taught. You know, like it makes no sense. Like comparing carbohydrate, eating carbohydrates to being alcohol. an alcoholic. Yeah, to get coronary heart disease is the same thing as alcoholism. It's surely that's they're two different. That's alcoholism. Surely is a kind of psychological state that you're dependent on something. As well as your body's well, yeah, it, you're, but yeah, you're exactly. You become thing, addicted right? to you it. Become addicted to it. Coronary heart disease. You don't become addicted to carbohydrates. It's just like we said. It's just just a food source. So realize alcohol is a macronutrient. Yes, but it's just a, a dependability thing. It's generally psychological. We don't. It's it's just not the same. Surely, um, and we <laughs> people get coronary heart disease no matter what. Like it's like the whole smoking culture. People get like maybe lung cancer or not like some people live like my granddad smoked a pipe all the way till he was about 80 odd so he was fine um it's it's just the whole like, thing since me wrong. the war yeah don't get me wrong like the diet that they're proposing is a, is a healthy diet i'm not gonna sit here and say it's not like mainly meat mainly veg mainly fruit Nuts, all good. Seeds. That's all good. A little bit yeah. of starchy carbs for most people. Yeah, not bad. No but sugar. then to go into the fucking no sugar. Well, that's a bit boring for one and unnecessary. And then two, but to scare people and to try and say it's because of you're going to get coronary heart disease if you have too many carbohydrate. It's just fucking mental. Um, it's just irresponsible. It's you. Ah, uh, it's just. They not been have they not been shut down yet? Like for that <laughs> so, sort of information. Mean, like, mean, stick to your training, cult, stick to your cult like behaviour, but leave the nutrition alone. I mean, moving idiot. on to so they do digress into optimizing performance within their diet as well. So the next layer of diet is about optimizing performance. Through a diet of meat and veg, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. He says a lot of times. Um, you will not be so lucky to optimize your output to get a sub three minute fran. You need to weigh and measure your meat, vegetables, nuts and seeds, fruit, starch, and you need to eliminate sugar. Um, so you start to weigh it to optimize performance, but they didn't allude to how much. Um, let's just start weighing it. It'd be nice to see what, obviously you've got to overeat those really surely um, to be pumped full of energy. It's just a little bit odd. Um, I guess obviously we're heavily biased on the fact that we come from a flexible dieting background and we allow people to eat kind of what they want within reason, about 80%. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's a very backwards way of looking at it. Still, I can't believe just it's just bad. Yeah? But it's the way they say no sugar, but some fruit. Well, that's sugar. Yeah, uh, it's just very contradict yourself there, haven't you? <laughs> very odd. It's like, that's like saying that's like saying have no alcohol if you're an alcoholic, but have a little bit of alcohol. Well, <laughs> if you're using the same analogy, that doesn't even fucking work in the first place. But using their analogy, um, yeah, just um, if you're an alcoholic, just um. Yeah, don't have uh, don't have beer, but you can have wine. That's okay because yeah, it's from fruit. So, <laughs> but yeah, on the back of that, like I'm not too fussed about their workouts. To be honest, I think it's a perfectly valid way of training. I mean, they've got like a 12 day cycle here. Um, like it's basically run 10k the first day, then they do like a load of deadlifts and handstand push-ups and stuff. And then run, pull-ups, thrusters, um, stuff like that for a certain amount of time. Then they're off. At least they program their off days, which a lot of bodybuilders don't do. Um, and then they train three days in a row, pretty much the same kind of thing. Do a load of something for like 45 minutes and then 
go strength and then something else. So it's absolutely, I think it's okay. Some of the program, I think within that, when it's written down, it looks all right and it's got a little bit of science towards it and they've actually gone kind of yeah. strength. Yeah, but, but tracking, oh. tracking that and, you know, making sure they're, you know, overload and deload in. And yeah, yeah we, that's, 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 that's really that. good at. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that hopefully they'll come into it at some point, but that was when they were, they'll start. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's when it will start to plateau, obviously. We know that. Um, and they'll realise, but then they'll eat more seeds, right? So I'll be okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, they should eat more seeds to get a better overhead squat. But uh, more seeds, that's what they need, more seeds. <laughs> Pretty much. I think that's right, right? So moving on to number three of our uh, ridiculous things that we've seen on the internet is is an application that we use a hell of a lot, right? My Fitness Pal. But re- more recently, they've uh, they've kind of gone off. Obviously, their buildings are brand, and um, why not? They've got a good brand. Um, it's used by literally everybody, kind of within the fitness world. Um, they kind of know, you know, what they do, right? So, but they've started looking at more exercises and giving advice on that, which has been questionable, to say the least. Least, least. least. Uh, <laughs> so they did. Oh, I've got. I've got to try and find it now, Dan. It's the only bad thing. So they did uh, seven exercises you should never do, um, which is some of it is mad. Um, not mad, but it just—it's just bad. It's badly. I realise it's clickbait, and we've fallen for this again. And clickbait's amazing, and I yeah. had to look at it. But also, I did enjoy the comments because a lot of people have actually got a brain, and they looked at it like this is ridiculous. What the hell? Okay. So seven exercises. So have a go, Dan. Um, what do you think? Do you play this at home as well? Um, what do you think they will be? So lists. Come on, let's, let's, let's spout them out. Deadlift number one. Deadlift. Um, no, deadlifts. Surely. Deadlifts not on there, mate. No, deadlift. They want people to do deadlifts. That's not in the top seven of exercises not to do. Uh, overhead press. Barbell overhead press. So we've got, I guess this falls into this. So behind the neck, lat pull downs okay. or overhead presses. Yeah. Any reason why, or just literally? Uh, reason um, why. <laughs> so, avoid any exercise where you pull or push behind your neck because it puts strain on your shoulders. Um, in a behind the neck position, your shoulders are almost their maximal limit of, in, of extension. Those positions, throwing weight on top of it, just adds more strain in a fragile area. Um, I tend to not really do behind the neck stuff, but if you can get your scap there, you, you can do it. It's all about range of motion more than anything else. Also, uh, there is a time and a place where I totally, totally agree for ollie lifters to do behind the neck pressing um, mm-hmm. because that is the position they end up in um, and I think they should be stronger, personally. Um, so I think, that, again, time and a place. Cool. I don't know if you agree um, or disagree. Yeah, no, no. I think, yeah, I don't think, again, like we've always said, there's no, just, there's no good and bad exercises, just poorly um poorly programmed um i think the next one is gonna be um forward lunges forward lunges not on there that's one of our oh, favorites that's so stupid <laughs> um oh it's, it's something stupid like calf raises or something like you shouldn't do calf raises because for whatever reason no they haven't got calf raises uh, dumbbell flies. 
No, dun, no dumbbell flies. Fuck's sake. Jesus Christ, um, man. You're, you're... Squats? <laughs> no. What else is on there? So, number one, we've got sit-ups and crunches. Well, yeah. All right. We can, we can, we can have that. Call, uh, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's fine. If you want hyper... For most people, I'll let them have that. For most people. Yeah, most people don't really need it. Cool. Number two, Smith machine exercises. Wow, no. Like, <laughs> no that's not... Doesn't, that's just like literally everything. Which, yeah, don't agree at all. Um, obviously, you, you probably use a Smith machine more than me, but I still use a Smith machine when I, when I need to and want to. So, yeah, like, I, I mean... One, I don't, I don't, the thing is, we've got one, and it's... Like, you use it, but not, like, majorly, but there's no reason that it's dangerous. for. And there's no reason that you wouldn't do an exercise on there. Like, it's got a time and a place, and you can... It's a lot safer, like, than doing barbell stuff sometimes. Like, ah, oh, just... You know. I'm gonna do you know what I'm gonna do in process. I'm gonna start doing behind the neck shoulder press with the Smith machine. <laughs> Just tag enough. tag my fitness pal in it. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> tag that guy. So yeah, if you, anybody wants to know that, like the uh, Smith machine stuff I do, um, I'm sure I posted about before. Um, is more like a because obviously when the Smith machine kind of angles away, so I, I'd go overhead pressing but angled away, so it's you're pushing away in the same kind of motion that'd be a landmine press. It's exactly the same because it's you're pushing up away from you, kind of like an incline but almost vertical. So it's really, really, really shoulder safe, and you can yeah, then and it and it is safe because you can be like oh shit, and then I'll just luck it back in. I don't have to try and exactly. take the bar. Cool, it's safe. Yeah, um, cool. The seated twist machine. I didn't even know what one of these is, so I had to look it up. <laughs> well, the, um, the oblique like thing, isn't it? Yeah, the oblique thing. Um, so, uh, so their reasoning was the sp- the was the, the vertebrae of your lower back or your lower spine, so your lumbar can only twist thirteen degrees in each direction. Um, so I kind I get you you don't really want to crank your lumbar spine i can kind of give you that it probably wasn't yeah. the greatest thing to do um obviously we need we want a shit ton of like motion for your thorax so your thoracic spine so if there's any way of manipulating it so it's just your thorax turn and then i'm i'm game for that but i don't think it is so this one this one is i think utter shit and anybody who's seen my posts on back health um and big free stuff so basically this, the chap who has written this has disagreed with doc, uh, Professor and Dr. Stuart McGill. Um, not the guy you Yeah, want. not someone you want to really... Uh, <laughs> who, who is the backfit pro, literally world-renowned for his research and his evidence. Um, so Superman's bird dogs. So don't do them, apparently. So, again, like... Yeah, it says you might see these done in most gyms and even physical therapy centers in them to strengthen your lower back. But the problem is it cranks your lower back into hyperextension, putting tremendous load of compression into Not done properly. Yeah, when they're not done properly. That's the fact. It's, if they do that, then your coach doesn't quite know. They haven't cued you properly. We don't want to crank into extension. I've talked about it in one of my posts is taking a <sighs> massive breath out, locking down, making sure you're reaching. Um, instead of going up, you're trying to extend and go as long as you can, um, which is it's just a bad article. Um, it's a bad rationale. It's just, yeah, that's a bit odd. Don't really understand that. 
Um, please do your Supermans and Bird Dogs. They're great exercises. All right, then the, the next one I don't agree with as well. Back extensions. So I think they're fine. Um, yeah. I think people can do back extensions if they like to. You can get a bit of glute in there as well, like right at the top. Absolutely fine. Cool. Um, <laughs> upright row. Really? Like, I understand row. kind of why, but... I can I can understand. I mean, from a beginner standpoint, maybe not the biggest thing you need to be doing. You probably need to be rowing horizontally and kind of vertically a little bit more and not, well, up, like down to up kind of thing. So it's because they're saying that it will cause the shoulder to kind of impinge against the scapula and will in, increase internal rotation, which it does. I totally agree. I don't really, I don't ever program uh, upright rows, but I think again, if you want to do them, I don't think you shouldn't be <laughs> scared away from it. Um, so no. very odd. So those are your top seven. Um, obviously, you have the behind the neck lat pull downs and behind the neck presses in there as well, mate. So very interesting. We agree with one, two, two of them. Good out of the sun. So bit odd. Didn't really understand that. Uh, bad article, um, but clickbait. They got me click on it and I sent it to somebody. <laughs> yeah, stick to nutrition. Good at that. I like the calories and all that kind of crap. But yeah, it was the, very odd. If if anybody sees something, because they keep sending the emails out, and there's on on the front of my fitness pal. There's usually there was I was trying to click on, but I couldn't play the video. Um, but if you see anything silly off that, I think I'm going to start kind of going at them a little bit because I've seen a fair bit of it from them recently, and obviously general pu- they they're. There's a lot of general pop who use my fitness pal and they start to use it well, mm. um, which is great. But then they're they're soliciting this advice, which is in my opinion is pure shit. So mm. yeah, I love the app, I love the product, I love that kind of stuff. But they're going off piste with probably not the people that need to. So real odd. Um, cool. That's enough of stupid things, I think, Dan. I think we've ranted enough through there, mate. Absolutely fine. Um, should we? Talk one serious subject. Do you want to? If we is, want it, to... is it the right time for a serious subject now? <laughs> I think we can. We Go can. On. We can briefly talk about it, can't we? Um, we got. Yeah, we got. We're at 40, 41 minutes solid. Um, I think we can keep this at a tight fifty, mate. We'll be fine as long as yeah. we rant through this. So you kind of. So really, this is quite personal to me um, with the stuff I'm going through right now um, within my career. Um, and then I basically had a little little heart to heart with Dan before this show. Um, he had oh, his hat. He, he had his hat on, didn't he? Um, yeah. I put, I Tom told... said to me before we came on. He said, "Oh, you need to get your thinking hat on for me." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, got the thinking hat on." <laughs> put on his fucking stupid snapback. Which one did you have on? Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, the Jaguars one. Well done, good. <laughs> all right so so the topic really um is why coaches and no matter how far you get in your career should always keep your feet wet and keep coaching should coaches always keep coaching um obviously responsibilities in different parts of your life will take control um and from my view and the basically the the talks that i've been having right now are the possibility of me not coaching and maybe that's how I built my name and like built my client base and all that kind of stuff is because I'll say I'm pretty good at coaching one-to-one um I get results 
we add people back, it's absolutely fine. So the importance of somebody progressing through their career, I totally get, absolutely. And the chances are it will take you away from the thing you first started doing to get recognition, which is coaching for me. And you start end up coaching coaches or doing more admin or managing or doing creation, content creation, product creation, um, all that kind of stuff, which is what I guess my job entails a hell of a lot more right now. Um, but I should all, so I think that you should keep coaching and you, cause there's a certain amount of respect. And the fact is if you're going to lead a uh, industry or lead a department, I feel like you should be active within it. Um, and if you, you're not from my opinion, and I've been in this position before, if you're not active within it, I don't treat with the same respect and I will not see the benefit of you telling me what to do when you don't do what I do. Um, thoughts, Dan? I totally agree, mate. I think um, it's something I've seen before in practitioners who um, claim to be <sighs> awesome nutritionists that um, they, they kind of lose, they, you know, they stop coaching, they stop training one-to-one, um, stop coaching people um, properly anyway and they just kind of then lose sight of what it is to actually coach someone their practices change the way they sell things changes the way they think about the industry I suppose and their clients changes um, and that's fair enough if you're not in that industry anymore but um, I'm a firm but I, I'd like to think that I'll still be coaching people nutrition coaching uh, until I'm a fair bit older and yeah I would only have a maybe a fair a few of them um i'm not going to have loads of them that are you know taking up loads of my time but you know five to ten maybe clients that i can still really help achieve their goals um and i think that's probably something that we should really i think if you're in the industry and you're educating and you're doing all that sort of stuff you should still be training people like you know tony gentlecourt right still training people like one of the best trainers I've, I think, anyway, from what I've seen, still training people. Nick Tumanello still training people. Brett Contreras still training people. Um, Alan Aragon still one-to-one coaching people. You know, like these are some really big names that are still doing that sort of stuff. And I think obviously they charge a premium for it, and that's what you can do when you get to that level. Uh, quite rightly, you've earned the experience to do that. And I think um, it shows in their work now that they still work with clients because of how they talk, um, you know, the information they put out, all that sort of stuff. It's always the perfect language for the client that they need it to be. It's always a perfect demonstration. They've clearly thought about it. Um, and for me, and they can still provide those examples of, I've worked with Joe, my client here. And like that makes them instantly go, oh, shit, that's instantly relatable. Um, whereas I've seen some videos of people going over like training workouts and stuff i'm like there's no way you're getting a client to do that mate that's ridiculous because you know they don't train people anymore like they say oh tag your mate and do this super maximal giant set in the gym well mate i train at 7 p.m it's really busy i'm not going to do this flipping workout and you can almost tell you know who like the kind of people i'm talking about like you can tell they don't coach anyone um and i just think it's it's so important to understand um the market to understand people to understand what people are enjoying or not not enjoying with you know training practices nutrition myths training myths um to hear all that sort of stuff you've got to be keeping as you said i'm keeping your feet wet a little bit um plus it's it's what you got into in the first place you should still be passionate about it as well i think um that is pretty key 
Agree. So, yeah. It's, I, think it also, I think it also increases your motivation to train as well. Like, I think for me, it will always increase my motivation that I'm speaking to clients about their nutrition. It makes me go, okay, what am I doing with my nutrition? Like, I need to be a, I need to be an example to them to kind of say, well, I, I'm doing this at the moment. It's what I'm, my goal. Um, likewise, with training, I think, you know, you're always trying out new training plans or new workouts and how it's going to fit in and how it works with other people. Um, yeah, I think it's really, really important. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I think no matter where you get, if you become incredibly successful or whatever, that's fine. That's great. Um, but I think it's it's just important not not to forget if you've come from coaching, just keep doing it. Um, and yeah, like Dan said, I'm going to be of this opinion and it's something that I've started to do over, I guess, over the last two years anyway, is I've had to devote my time a little bit more elsewhere into kind of training coaches and anything like that but I still have clients I still regularly see um per month I think I probably have about 15 like one-to-one clients that I will see like at least once to twice to three times a week um yeah but obviously that's gonna have to cut down and the chances are maybe the premium will have to go up because I'm like well (laughs) this is the time I've got obviously I can feel these spaces um but that's the factor what's just done happen mm. um so yeah i think it's important so anybody's thinking have that kind of i don't know scenario going through their head right now as well as i do this is kind of personal but yeah i will be keep on coaching don't worry <laughs> um so i can still lay into you then it's fine and just yeah mate you love laying into me anyway yeah. the best of times but um no, i think it, i think it is massively important and for as long as you can I think you should it's like when you see all the train. you know you see so many trainers wanting to go into online training and I'm just like mate you have no idea what it entails you think you you think it's the life of luxury you think it's what exactly what you want and it's probably not you know so I did I did have this the other day actually kind of just going off on them because one of the guys that works in my gym um he he knows that I do a bit of online training and I was like yeah yeah I do um but all of my clients are either trainers or know exactly what they're doing. And he was like, oh, so how much do you charge? And I was like, well, I've been doing it for a year and a half. I still own, I still basically charge 95 to 100 quid a month. Um, and I was like, it's nowhere near perhaps what people would normally charge. He's like, oh, really? Okay, cool. And I was like, I can only really charge that because I know what I'm doing. And I've slightly systemized. You can go above it if you systemize. You don't go in at the same rate as me gone in in exactly the same rate as me i was like brilliant all right wonderful you know, yeah. clients don't know what they're paying for it'd be <laughs> fine you haven't tested it out i know he's not had a coach before one of the biggest things yeah. both me and dan have been coached before so we know what they're meant to be delivering for a certain amount of price um that's called research um but yeah very interesting don't jump into it if you're not going to um deliver basically then I'd sp- and that's the thing is, like, <laughs> is you have to be able to deliver like I know we bang on about it all the time but like I've got again I'm not being big headed but there's an element of you've got to be confident in, in your ability but you know I'm sat there with all my transformations and all my client results and testimonials from people that are, are pretty happy um, and it's just like you can't jump in and charge that amount of money like you don't know what you're doing <laughs> Like, you know, I know we've had Suk on before and he talks, he does the free challenges and he talks yeah. a lot about when you first start out doing the free challenges because 
during the free challenges, what you, you do is you so much learn how to do it. You fuck up, you make mistakes, but they're not paying for it. So you, there's nothing that can go wrong. And you might then have 30, 40 people who you, you've helped for free. And after four weeks, you go, okay, guys, I'm now going to charge you 40, 50 quid a month for this, you know? And they go, oh, that's cool because, you know, we've had this for free, we've got results and I'm keen to carry on. And then after a year, you go, oh, I'm going to put the price up to now 70 pound or 80 pound or whatever. And you've got the results from all those people that you've worked with not going in at hundred pound and pissing people off and they go, what am I getting for this money? And then they then have a bad experience of online coaching. They then think it's a shit industry and they go into that whole thing. And yeah, before we go for another rant, but you know, <laughs> they then look upon the, the coaching business badly. And you know, it's it suck talks about it as well with like the six figure fit pro shit, you know, like I saw another post of his today saying that other people, so many people are just being suckered into it. And then it makes his job harder because he's like, well, I've got to help more people. And, you know, is it worth trying to fight these people who are promising the, the world? And again, online coaching, it's its a tool. It's something that can be used to get results. But the person at the other end of it has got to work fucking hard. And they've got to know what they're doing in the gym. They've got to know what they're doing with their food. They can't just, what's a macro? What's what's a what's a barbell? Like, they're not yeah. going to be... They're not going to be right for online training, but if you're starting out, you're, and you'll just take anyone on charging that amount of money, and you're going to soon run into trouble. But yeah, what do I know, mate? What the fuck do I know? <laughs> Nothing. All right. Um, um, I think that will end our episode one twelve. Wonderful. Um, that's how many there are. If uh, what we got? We got Easter this weekend, Dan. I know you're an e- not an Easter egg man, which is. Uh, but will you be? Eating I would Easter? be. I would be. <laughs> You would be. Um, I'm actually going to go eat one right now. So I'm, I'm so fucking jealous, mate. I'll be having uh, <laughs> the only uh, egg I'll be having is egg whites. I think. Um, I'm I've actually have... got a. I've actually got a client who's got a photo shoot on Sunday morning, so I'm going to go and see how he does because he's local. So that'd be interesting. That'd be cool. Wonderful. Yeah. No Easter eggs for me, but I'm sure he'll be smashing an Easter egg after his photo shoot. <laughs> Perfect. Um, All right, guys. Uh, yeah, tag us any of the shit that we've been through. Any bad advice that you've been given. I'm sure Dan's going to do a post about it on Instagram at some point. I'm oh, you know sure. um, Yeah, go follow us on all of those stuff. If you see any uh, my fitness pal videos that need to raise question, um, we'd love to shine a light on it, to be honest, because it has been quite a few. Um, obviously, I love my fitness pal trying to do more content, but let's make it right. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and we will uh, catch you next week catch you later